Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We are reading in the book of Exodus now. We are ready to read Exodus chapter 6. Last time in Exodus chapter 5, Moses had his first meeting with Pharaoh and it did not go very well. Pharaoh was not very pleased with the request for the uh, children of Israel to go out and worship God, even though at this time this request was very temporary. It wasn't like a request that they would be gone forever, at least at this moment. Okay, Now, the very last of this chapter, um, the Hebrew leaders sort of turned on Moses because Pharaoh was mad at them and made things harder on them. And then Moses, in turn, turned to God. And I'm going to read you the last couple of verses where God is talking to the I mean, Moses is talking to the Lord. So Moses returned to the Lord and said, Lord, why have you brought trouble on this people? Why is it you have sent me? For since I came to Pharaoh to speak in your name, he has done evil to this people. Neither have you delivered your people at all. So even Moses was coming back to God and kind of blaming God. Now, God didn't tell them that this was going to happen overnight or be an instant miracle. but. You know, he started the process and the plan, but he didn't tell them this was going to be easy. You know, like so many things in our life, everything's not going to be super easy all the time. Sometimes we're going to have to make effort. We're going to have to work for it. Sometimes we're going to have to uh, uh, deal with obstacles and we're going to have to deal with uh, um, problems and issues that arise. Um, Things are not always going to be easy, but... You know, we can trust God's promise. We know that he will deliver us and do well for us. We know that he really has already done it. So we don't need to get all upset and bent out of shape when things don't happen immediately like we want or things aren't easy like we want. But you'll notice in chapter 5 that they were consternated, and that's really not the best word, but they were confounded that things were not easy and not simple and things did not go uh, easy and well for them. I think they just expected everything to be poof done, you know, and it didn't happen. So here we're going to read Exodus chapter 6. Now remember, I am reading in the Amplified Bible. Then the Lord said to Moses, now remember Moses had just said those things to, to God, okay? Then the Lord said to Moses, Now you shall see what I will do to Pharaoh, for under compulsion he will not only let them go, but under compulsion he will drive them out of his land. Again, God's plan here is a real permanent deliverance. Okay. Then God spoke further to Moses and said to him, I am the Lord. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, Israel, as God Almighty, El Shaddai. But by my name, Lord, I did not make myself known to them in acts and great miracles. He's talking about he did not do a lot of great, powerful miracles for them, to them in their, you know, vision, so to speak. Now, there was there was the um, Sodom and Gomorrah incident, which would be a pretty big deal. But overall, that wasn't, you know, huge a huge big miracle. That was more of a, a destructive thing, more of a judgment. 
I also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, the land in which they lived as strangers, temporary residents, or foreigners. And I have also heard the groaning of the sons of Israel, whom the Egyptians have enslaved. I have faithfully remembered my covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Therefore say to the children of Israel, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians, and I will free you from their bondage. I will redeem and rescue you with an outstretched, vigorous, powerful arm, and with great acts of judgment against Egypt. Then I will take you for my people, and I will be your God, and you shall know that I am the Lord your God, who redeemed you and brought you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. I will bring you to the land which I swore to give to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Israel. They keep putting that in parentheses just to make sure we understand. And I will give it to you as a possession. I am the Lord. You have the promise of my changeless omnipotence and faithfulness. Moses told this to the Israelites, but they did not listen to him because of their impatience and despondency and because of their forced labor. Now notice, because of their impatience, again, they they really thought this was just going to be a quick, easy and done thing. But they were impatient, and then their despondency, and because of their forced labor, they were they were a little down in the dumps, you know. Because here things had actually gone south for them, you know, things had gotten worse. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, "Go tell Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to let the children of Israel go out of his land." But Moses said to the Lord, "Look, my own people, the Israelites, have not listened to me. So how then will Pharaoh listen to me?" for I am unskilled and inept in speech. Then the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron and gave them a command concerning the Israelites and Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to bring the Israelites out of the land of Egypt. So it sounds like the Lord spoke to them and just commanded them to go ahead and do this. So we're going to talk next about the heads of Israel according to what I see here in the text. So. These are the heads of their father's households, the sons of Reuben, Israel's Jacob's firstborn, Hanak and Pelu, Hezron and Carmi. These are the families of Reuben, the sons of Simeon, Jemuel, Jamin, Ohad, Jachin, Zohar, and Shal, the son of a Canaanite woman. These are the families of Simeon. These are the names of the sons of Levi according to their births, Gershon, Kohath, and Merari and Levi lived a hundred and thirty-seven years. The sons of Gershon, Libni, and Shimei by their families. The sons of Gohath, Amram, Moses' father, Ishar, Hebron, and Uziel, and Kohath lived a hundred and thirty-three years. The sons of Merari, Mali, and Mushi, these are the families of Levi according to their generations. Amram married his father's sister, Jochebed, and she gave birth to Aaron and Moses. And Amram lived a hundred and thirty-seven years. The sons of Ishar, Korah, 
Nepheg, and Zikiri. The sons of Uziel, Mishael, Elsaphan, and Sithri. Aaron married Elisheba, that's going to be as close as I get, the daughter of Amenadab and the sister of Nashon, and she gave birth to Nadab, Abihu, Eliezer, no, Eleazar, Eleazar, and Ithamar. The sons of Korah, Asir, Elkanah, and Abiasaph, Abiasaph, I'm not sure about that name. These are the extended families of the Korahites. Eleazar, Aaron's son, married one of the daughters of Pudiel, and she gave birth to Phinehas, Phinehas maybe. These are the heads of the father's households of the Levites by their families. These are the same Aaron and Moses to whom the Lord said, Bring the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt by their armies. Now this says by their armies. Okay, and this this pertains to, there's a note here, I want to mention this since that sounds odd. The Israelites left Egypt arranged by tribes as a quasi-army prepared to defend themselves if necessary, meaning they they were probably arranged in some sort of troop type of order so that, yeah, they they had some defense. They had some uh, men in a defensive uh, way guarding them as they as they left. That, that makes sense. They were the ones who spoke to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, about bringing the Israelites out of Egypt. These are the same Moses and Aaron. Now it happened on the day when the Lord spoke to Moses in the land of Egypt that he said, I am the Lord. Tell Pharaoh, king of Egypt, everything that I say to you. But Moses said before the Lord, Look, I am unskilled and inept in speech. How then will Pharaoh listen to me and pay attention to what I say? So that's how this chapter ends. And chapter breaks aren't necessarily my favorite things, as we have discussed before. But you'll notice that they started off, they got to this point where Egypt is going, where, um, I'm sorry, where Moses is saying, Lord, I'm, I'm just not good. I'm not, I'm not skilled. Speaker, I'm not good at this. I'm, I'm inept in speech. I'm not, you know, I wouldn't rely on me to talk our way out of anything. That's what he's saying, you know. And, you know, then they stop. They they recount the leaders that the ones they're talking about. They're talking about these are the heads of the households. These are the leaders that Moses and Aaron are dealing with. And then they come back to this, and they're going to pick up from here in our next chapter. Because Moses is like, Lord, I'm I'm just not very good at speaking. That's something I struggle with myself. I'm not very good at speaking, so I understand. All right. But you'll notice that, like I said, the children of Israel are impatient. They thought this was going to be a quick one-and-done thing. Boom. It'll be over with in a flash. Everything will be perfect in just a moment. We won't We won't have to make any effort. We won't have to struggle. We won't have to fight. We will just say, hey, let us go, and we're out of here. Goodbye. We're going to shut the door on the way out, you know. And it's just not that simple. 
And and what in life is ever that simple, you know? Some things are, but very, not a lot, really. Not a lot of things were that simple, especially big things. This is a big change, and this is a big move that they're planning on making. So, thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. May God bless you and keep you safe. And remember, God loves you.